Pray the Word with David Platt is a resource from Radical.net. For Pray the Word on this Friday of Holy Week, we obviously remember when Jesus died on the cross. So Matthew chapter 27, verse 45 through 50. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, This man is calling Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine, and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. You think about it, we live in a world that prizes like material wealth, earthly power, outward beauty. It's pretty incomprehensible to see how Friday of Holy Week could be called like Good Friday. How is this good news? Like, Think about why would anybody want to follow a man who was rejected, spat on, beaten, flogged, mocked, crucified. Like this, is, this is not the kind of Messiah we would come up with on our own. And it's, it's fitting that darkness covered the land while Jesus was hanging on the cross. Like the one through whom the world was created was hanging in agony on a tree. Like this was God the Son. And the fact that he was fully divine didn't in any way lessen his suffering. He was also human. Like we know, he's the Word made flesh. His body was shot through with pain in this moment. And yet, that physical suffering, unimaginable as it is, as cruel as it possibly could have been in the first century, that physical suffering still wasn't, wasn't the worst of it. Like in his body, Jesus was, First Peter 2 later says, bearing the judgment of God. Which is why he cries out these words from the psalmist, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Like, it's hard to get your mind around those words. Like, Jesus forsaken by God. Not for his own sin, though. First Peter 2 says, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree. Like this picture is Jesus dying in our place. This is why he came to Jerusalem, what we have been anticipating really all this holy week. Better yet, this is why he took on flesh in the first place, like to endure temptation and rejection and ultimately death so that you and I could be reconciled to God. And I just, when I read this text, I uh, and we think about Christ's death, what he accomplished for us. I think we can't escape the magnitude of sin before a holy God in this picture that Jesus is experiencing the judgment, the separation in a sense that we deserve for our sin. Like sin is serious. It's infinitely serious. I think we are prone to treat sin casually, like lightly as if our rebellion against God is a light thing. We almost picture, well, this wasn't that bad a sin, or this is that. Like, 
one sin brings separation from God, which is depicted here in Matthew chapter 27. And that's one sin to think. You and I, like we've committed thousands and thousands of sins. Uh, our sin is serious, and that makes His love all the more precious and glorious because His love covers over all our sins. So let, let's pray and uh, just think about my life, think about your life. Uh, God, for, forgive us for how prone we are to treat sin casually. Like it's no big deal. Like we can we can sin and just think nothing about it sometimes. Or we can we can be tempted in a certain way and we just choose, yes, I'm totally gonna indulge in that temptation. And we just willfully go into sin against you, not realizing how serious that is. God forgive us, we pray for how casually we can treat sin. But even as we pray that, as we, as we see that in our own hearts, in our own lives, we praise you for how precious, how glorious your love is. Thank you, thank you, thank you for loving us anyway. God, thank you for sending Jesus. As we remember, especially on this Good Friday, and yes, it is good news to know that Jesus has borne our sins in his body on a tree, that he has paid the price, that he's experienced the separation we deserve. He's experienced the judgment we warrant for our sins. Jesus, thank you for doing that for us. We, we put our trust in you. We thank you for your love for us. And then and we pray, God, based on your love for us, help us to turn from sin, help us to hate sin, help us not to treat it lightly or casually in any way in our lives. Help us to live like we've been forgiven of sin, like we've been freed from sin. Help us to live in relationship with you and in love for you in light of your uh, infinitely great love for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.